RadioInfluence.com. I think I say this every week, man, but it kind of just feels so good to be back. DJ Eakin, uh, Southern Hospitality, and as always, the South has so much to say. Um, first off, I want to, I want to, before I even start this, uh, I want to dedicate this episode to John Singleton, who I just got word that he passed away. And um, not even like I knew the dude, but just I feel like the dude has been a big part of my upbringing with some of the classic movies like Boys in the Hood, uh, Poetic Justice, just to name a couple of them. I just feel like a lot of stuff I dream about doing now and the stuff I even look at, I, some of the things he did before us, you know, kind of paved the way for some of the things that, that we're able to do now. So um, rest in peace, man, and, and prayers and condolences out to his family and everybody that he left here um kind of a um it's kind of a big loss for the for the urban hollywood community for sure it is um so i guess with that being said we can kind of as as i guess somebody like john who paved the way with want we kind of keep pushing forward which is where we are with today's episode and um before i even go too far let me tell you exactly why I wanted to do this episode. And, and in talking to the team over here at Southern Hospitality, one of the biggest things that we want to do is to grow this brand and everything that we do with the people who are here actually making it happen. And that doesn't mean it always has to be somebody famous, like some friends that I have that are bigger in this industry. It also means people that I rock with every day, like that I see the hard work and the grind or I've had arguments with in the studio, in the barbershop whether it be about basketball, sneakers, the game, the music game. I just think it all deserves a place. So today's episode, we, we go that route and we call this unsigned hype. And, and unsigned hype, for those who don't know, I'm going to give you the, the urban dictionary definition of that. <laughs> it is hype from people, mostly mixtape rappers, that you've never heard of. Does I'm gonna take a poll with the three gentlemen I have sitting here today. Does that sound about right? Does that is that is that is that? I don't know. It sounds misleading. Mm. It sounds misleading. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, is. well. Before we go too much further, man, let me introduce today's guest of the unsigned hype episode of uh, Southern Hospitality, and then we'll get into exactly why you feel it's misleading. All right. My man Justin James over here. What's, What's up, man? How you good? doing? I'm good, man. Can't complain. You can't I appreciate compl- the opportunity. Opportunity. I'm, I'm glad you're here, man. You kind of you kind of moving around the space real real heavy, like uh, my man Dre Da Vinci. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? What's good, man? Man, chilling, man. I'm glad that you got me over here today, you, man. You're another hardworking brother too, and of course, I, I y'all are all my little brothers, but this would be my what I call. <laughs> If I had a problem child, little brother, this would be him. I, I love him just the same, though I wouldn't trade him. Like, what up, man? How you doing, man? You good? Yes, yeah, sir. Thank you, you know, for I've having been, me, You know, I've been, we've been talking about doing this episode for Forever. A I had talked to Justin a while back, and we talked about doing some more stuff. But I see you weekly because you, you, we all have these jobs to keep things going. Yes, yeah, sir. You know, and you we've been grind. talking about this, so I'm, so I'm glad that everybody's here. Facts. So let's jump back to let's jump back to the first thing where we started at with unsigned hype and and Dre why you why you feel it's it's misleading? I don't know because it's like well the definition is misleading you feel okay. me like 
Because the word hype itself, hype is in the title, unsigned hype, you feel right. me? And hype things usually have attention on them. You know, like shoes that sell out fast are overhyped shoes. So People who are like, in a certain fashion. Yeah, hype so like to yeah. be like something you never heard of, it's got to be something at least, if it's ran across you at least one time. It's like, yo, I remember that from somewhere. I feel like that should be more of a definition of unsigned hype. Now, let me let me, let me me give it to you from this side, from somebody right. that, that's in the game on the regular and we're all growing in this thing together. I kind of feel a little bit different, and this is why. I think that you all have some sort of hype somewhere. For sure. Mm -hmm. So we're still on the right word because you have friends that are kind of supporting you. Mm -hmm. You have family members that support you first, way before the masses ever get to you. You know what I'm saying? You you gotta have a, there's probably a support system that's making you believe that you're on the right path. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think, I don't think it's a bad thing. Even like back back when the when the source thing. And again, this is not to downplay your point. I just think it's a I think it's a kind of a good way to describe you guys because because in the big picture of things, you well, are signed. So the masses may not know you yet. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm just saying. Like I was just talking about the definition of it. It's right. like saying like something you don't know. Or somebody knows, knows yeah. something of it. If right. it's hyped, you feel me? That's why I'm saying their definition. Sometimes the urban de- def, uh, definition or dictionary isn't that urban <laughs> well, we don't right. actually know who's pushing the buttons behind yeah. it you know. we just know people when they need to check on things they go there yeah. you know? so nice. I figured it'd be, a, it'd be a good way to start let's talk about the game right now I mean, let's talk about what you guys feel is the state of the game and maybe perhaps why, why you, why you want to be in this game and I don't know who want to take the question first but you know we can jump in I'm in it for the money man really is, yeah, is it just- that's, that's, I'm trying to make my, make my family live good man that's really why i do it i love the music at the end of the day i'll do this regardless if i got signed or not you know right. what i'm saying but that's why i would get into this crazy game is for the bag you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i can make my mom retire and my have my sisters and everybody good you know what i'm saying right. plus li- make you know you know the reason why i'm justin james so have their name live forever too you know what i mean okay so anybody that's why I would it. so it's are we so asking why we're in it i actually um to be honest with you i feel like I actually love music I and I can't run from it you feel me cause it's like I've actually found other things where I've been successful in and right. like building income and seeing like yo I don't even really have to go back to do that cause I can make a living for myself and it's just like I can't run from it you feel me like I haven't dropped something in like 7-8 months but I still get people in my DMs sharing my old music people trying to get me to come do showcases and I'm not I'm like yo I don't want to do that showcase or that type of stuff anymore no, nothing to them but I'm trying to level up like within my career it's like I noticed like you said with the unsigned height I can get it up but I'm trying to break through that ceiling and you just gotta make a power move. You start making power moves at that point. But yeah, it's like, I can't run from it. Like, and then if I go to a show and I see somebody performing and like, I just get the feelings, you feel me? Like, damn, like they should be doing it this way or you should be doing it that way. It's like, you feel me? It's just, it's in me. I can't even lie. Cause there be times I really don't wanna do it. Yeah. Mine, uh, mine is, yeah, I love music, but at the same time, I love attention. <laughs> so it's like, like you feel me like right. I love for like you know people just to look at like who that like, right. who, who is this dude you know he who who is he so right. I like for that like as soon as I step in the room all eyes on me hmm. like you know what I mean so it's it's and I love to like be in the studio you know just doing like just having fun it's it's, it's called fun to me because right. I everything 
it's it's better when you could do something and love it and make money. So it's like, why, you know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. doing all of it. Not all bad. of it is one thing, you know what I mean? Instead of working at Mickey D's, not liking what you're doing and making right. money, right. you know what I mean? So I'd rather, and then at the same time, you, you, your own investment, you know what I mean? You can invest and do anything to make money, but at the end of the day, you investing in yourself to try to make more money. So everything in the, is an investment, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like he said, he in it for the bag. So he, right. no matter what he doing, he an investment. He making his bag off mm-hmm. of him. You know what I mean? Can't nobody control that. Yeah, like as long as he, and if he get somebody who help him, you know, Mickey D sign me. If Mickey D's could sign <laughs> me, like, you feel know me? That's a bad. That's an extra. You know, that's a plus. You feel me? You good? Know what I'm saying. We we in a state of the game. We in a state of the game right now where, dare I say it, every third person, fourth person, maybe I shouldn't say they're a rapper. But they're somehow associated with the with the with the industry, I guess. Well, I mean, in my opinion, it's like you kind of gotta love it because it's like at this point, music has become what sports were for people in the '90s. Like everybody then was like, "Yo, I want to be a football player. I want to be a basketball player." So it's like back then, every third person was a football yeah. player. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. I've never you heard that analogy, but that's a, nowadays you don't need talent to do yeah, this. Yeah, so yeah, now know, people yeah, are feeling you know like they mean? can get in the game and, and be like horses in the bag. It's still <laughs> tra- it's still strategic in, to, in, in my opinion. Like I don't feel like not too many people just like pop up. You feel mm. me? Like a lot like that kid. He had a huge Twitter following before like he blew up or mm-hmm. so called blew up. Like. It's, I've learned the game and I've actually started to love it more because of seeing how you have to be in it. Like most people I feel are, are irresponsible when they're looking to other people like, yo, no one's helping me do this. No one helping me do that. Like if you're a real go-getter, you understand. It's like, yo, I got to put myself in this position to be seen by that person. Mm-hmm. And it's like if they like me, if they rock with it, they're going to rock with it. But if you know you that good, it's like all you have to do is put yourself in that position. Like sacrifice things and you feel me? Like make sure... You where you need to be. A yeah, lot of people. Put your cell phone. You're yeah. right. This, mm-hmm. Wait a wait a minute, man. Like I'm having an interview here. Like like. <laughs> no, I do appreciate. I know what you know. I don't. No, go ahead, man. Like I I appreciate it. But because you, you you jumped, I had like a question <laughs> that I was gonna ask, and, and I really, I guess I want to know when you wake up in the, when you when you when you want to do something as as passionately as and I've known you, the three of you guys for a minute, so I can't say it's it's a year in the bag and you giving up. I've mm-hmm. seen you all be at it for quite a few years and quite a bit of time. Mm-hmm. When you see all that's going on, all this, all it's way, it's a lot of music out here. And as a DJ, almost to me, like too much. That's a for fact. Sure. That's for a sure. Fact. I feel like it's like I do. I just feel like it's just so. I can't even keep up. So I gotta have people like y'all telling me this is the new joint that everybody rocking with. This is the new. This is where the sound is going. Do you? What's your What's your place? Like, where do you? How do you? How do you find what your space is? I feel like. Me trying to find that space helped me lose my space. You feel me? Like, wow. Because it's like, if it's your space, it's your space, and you just got to do you. But, like, I, me and I, I can say some other people, it's like, all right, well, we see the, you see the business because you still got to be mindful of the business. Right. You see it swaying this way. And then people tend to switch up what they're doing to try to sway with it. But then you got somebody like the baby who is straight up rapping right now. Like, that's what is amazing me about his situation. He don't harmonize. There's like no melody in his music. He's just straight rapping. Like, to right. me, modern day ludicrous. Mm-hmm. And he's like one of the rappers that's on top, but mm-hmm. he have bars and stuff. It's not bubblegum rap that everybody feel like they got to do to pop. 
spot. So right. it's like, do you go hard and be like, yo, be you ain't gonna tell me this ain't gonna pop? That's what he did. And that, to me, that gave people like me more hope because it's like, yo, you don't have to be that to pop. You gotta kind of create your sound. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta find your sound because obviously I, I've sat in label meetings, you know, and I played music for them. And they're like, are those singles or what? Like, do you have your own sound? So I kind of learned how to create my own sound mm -hmm. and where what my lane's gonna be. You right. know what I'm saying? That's what you got to do because they're not just gonna be like, we don't know what to do with you. You know what I'm saying? In the, in this day and age, and, and I will say, I'm learning a lot from having like what I like. I said, I it's, this is this is totally a love and a family thing to me when I say that you dudes are my little brothers. Like I'm looking at how things were like when I first got in this game. Everybody wanted to get. You had to get to New York. You had to get to L.A. to yeah. get to a label. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and and I think it was David Ban I watched tell this story, Master P tell this story. They didn't have the label, so they kind of had to start doing things themselves, which is how the South started to become what it became. You know what I'm saying? The J Princes, the Cash Money, yeah. the, the, the No Limits, because they had to start doing things themselves like Atlanta. But you guys in this, in this social media, this social media thing that's out here, do you feel... Like I'm, yet, I'm not gonna ask to you, do you, what do you, what do you, what do you feel about how the social media thing can help you, or how how it's helped your musical career so far? Um, hey. you wanna go? Go ahead, you go. Um, social media is kind of like a job in this sense. It's like so if everything, it's like selling something to somebody. So it's like how hard are you gonna sell it to them? Right. And if that's not your route, then maybe social media might not be your best direct. I mean, everybody needs social media, but like some artists aren't even really that active on there. It's, it's like if you got a strong real life networking situation, it's going to work for you. Mm -hmm. Then they're going to be like, all right, we'll just go back on the Internet. And then all the people who mess with you in real life are going to follow you. But it'd be smart to keep it going at the same time, in my opinion. But like. There's people who have following and an active following on social media, especially locally, I'll see it, and they can't get 20 people in a building for a show. Facts. So it's like, it's all about real following. Like, you can mm -hmm. have people, because anybody can click a like button and anybody can follow you. It doesn't mm -hmm. cost them much and they don't move them much to do but who's that. who's streaming that? Who's downloading exactly. that? Like, Are they going to leave this it? social media platform to go where you need them to go to even be beneficial? Right. You know? So that's my take on it. But, like, I do think it's important. But just like how the real-life world was overcluttered before the Internet came and then the people who jumped on the Internet first, it was a wide-open lane. Right. I feel like the real-life world is a wide-open lane again because no one wants to go out and meet you or go to the club and talk to people. Like, people, because of social media, people are socially awkward in real life now. Mm -hmm. It's like it's a real thing. Like, people don't know how to interact with another person because they can do all of it from their phone right you know so when it comes to talking to you it's like uh i'm usually fronting on real line or online so i don't know how to take you in the real world because this ain't even me who you thought you was talking to on it's the all internet. act yeah. so does that mean that you guys are are you guys do you feel like the culture is shifting to where artists like yourself are using social media less finding other ways to use social media more effectively yeah, or yeah. where's the social yeah. media playing because because I, I asked this question because i've i've ran into a lot of artists and you know coming from radio i've had a lot of artists tell me well we don't need radio we don't you know we don't you know we don't need we don't need this because you know now that y'all got the internet or now that the internet is here you know and you had a few soundcloud rappers pop or whatever as we as we say that 
you know, the internet is where it's at. So I, I guess I want to get more of an understanding of what you guys feel of how to work it with, with your career. The internet's uh, dope, man. I like it because, uh, you know, I'm originally from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. So if I would want somebody to get my music over there and I only had CDs, how am I doing that? Facts. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With the internet, now I'm all the way here in Tampa. They can hear my stuff on Dat Piff, iTunes, anywhere, just by a link, just by me sharing it. You know what I'm saying? On Facebook, Twitter, or whatever. That's that's why I like it. Plus, now they offer the, um, you know, how they do campaigns and mm-hmm. ads and all that. Right. That's, that's dope. Yep. Like, that's that's giving you a platform. Yeah. You got to have, obviously, money. You got to pay for and any type of promotion. But it's dope, bro. They give you a platform, and they didn't, you know, these older rappers, like, we didn't have that. So take advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I like it. I don't, I don't mind. I that. was just about to say the same thing. But it's been and so the, monetized. Yeah, the, the internet is just like an investment. Mm-hmm. All you're right. doing is, it's like a commercial. Like, like I go back to Mickey, Mickey D's. You got to have a commercial. Like, how, how everybody else going to know about everything unless you got a platform to tell you about what's, what you're going to get. Right. Like, you wouldn't know Mickey D's just added an extra piece of cheese to their sandwich unless you like a commercial for it (laughs) 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 i'm just saying you feel me that's how it is you feel me so it's it on an earlier episode like we had uh frank kenny on on southern hospitality and frank is an internet he's pretty much like my internet gangster big brother like he understands and knows the internet and i want to get more into you know like you guys music and sound or whatever but one of the things he said to me when we were talking is we have also become a society that we are giving our content away for free. Like, if you remember, probably when you guys were maybe 10 years ago, 12 years ago, we were creating our own domains first. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was djaken.com, and that's where I try to direct the traffic at to sell my product and Mm -hmm. sell me. Now it's like we've become this society that's happy with giving Instagram all of our content and, oh, yeah, I got these followers. But in the big picture of it, Zuckerberg is making all the money. You know what I'm saying? Or Facebook or, or these other platforms. And I and I keep saying with your movement because I think you guys are in that in that whatever is going on right now phase. Has, is anybody thinking? Is anybody thinking like that now? Like of the of the artists that you know, or or any of you guys thinking about? You know, I know you guys push your music or push yourselves as a product, but even online, have you guys? Do you guys have? those spaces that you can actually call yours where you direct your fans to where yeah, everything that's where exactly everything what goes I was on. doing with the um i remember we was riding out to miami together and remember i was playing you the duets the, right the, the mixtape i only sent the traffic to my website i didn't want to use a dat pid for soundcloud or anything mm-hmm. else i did my domain right so i had a media play up there for them to download it so i can keep track of the numbers myself and i just directed everybody to my my website right you know obviously people they go but they're used to those names, iTunes. Mm-hmm. They're used to the apples. They're used mm-hmm. to all that. That's what their their main thing is. I'm paying for this. I want to use it. You know right. what I'm saying? So that's why I kind of switched my hustle from mixtapes to streaming. Everything's streaming now. So you put out singles. You put out projects. Like nine. Like I'm about to drop a new project. Music therapy has like nine records. Then I'm after that. I'm doing now or never. Strictly streaming because that's where it's at right now. You can make money off of streaming and just get your numbers up. So mm-hmm. I switched it from mixtapes to streaming all original music and yes it is like you're giving it away i feel you on mm-hmm. that dude like it's really difficult to make money in this game right it now is. And like, everything's it is, given yeah, away for free it is. and if it's too hard for a person to do especially with rap music like mm-hmm. like and i tell people all the time like 
if you're doing any other genre other than rap, it'd be a lot easier for you to make money. It's just mm-hmm. their fans are so much willing to do a little more to find the music. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, if it ain't at the click of a button, a rap fan is just good night. You know, it's like, if it's too much work, we're in the fast food era. Like, if it's too much, like, think about it. People want cars that drive themselves now. Right. Like, people don't want to do anything. They want everything at their disposal, at their fingertips. Mm-hmm. And if they got to tap too many times, it's a no. It's That's a no why they have this new app where you put every link on one link. On one link. And right. I, copped, I, got a, I got that. So yeah, now when they thing. click on that one, the link they, they, thing. Yes, yeah. to anything that they want. If they're, they're Spotify, Apple, Spotify, yep. don't matter. They don't have to work too hard. Because if they got to go through one thing mm, to the next thing, I'm all over. set. My, my, my dad ain't that good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So... That's that helped out a lot, you know. Right. Let's talk. Let's talk a couple of areas right now. Let's talk. What do you think? What do you guys find is your biggest obstacle when it comes to DJs and 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 getting and getting your music heard on, you know, in in or is that even something you worry Shoot, about? You when, already when, know how you when, you, when your streaming's going. Uh, do you do you have what do you have you got? And, and let's speak directly to the DJs. Like, what do you feel? Is your obstacle, and maybe maybe with me being a DJ, we can get into a conversation of if you have questions, and we can we have a dialogue. If you guys feel like you have, yo, why can't you sandwich my song in, man? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You taught me to sandwich, (laughs) Matthew. Why can't you sandwich my record in? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know exactly. You feel me? I feel like, uh, in my opinion, I don't I don't feel like DJs like want to be DJs anymore. They just want to be people who play popular music, like, and that's why like DJs are having a hard time getting paid in a lot of places what they deserve because like you said everybody want to be a DJ now right. so it's like you don't have that innovative DJ who's like yo I found this dope kid and like yo and I get it for business reasons but like people shouldn't be afraid to sign contracts like people can make write out a reasonable contract mm-hmm. and if it's good for both parties you should be able to sign knowing we got the same interest you know but you gotta so when you say sign a contract what do you mean like if because a person I'm, you know you gotta remember we got an audience listening to you so I kinda wanna get things out you so know just like your full thought just like out in the open like say if I'm going into business with you and like you believe in me but like let's be real like let's be real about it I don't wanna just no one wants to get sold a dream Mm-hmm. So it's like you finna put all this work in for me. So let me sign a contract where you're guaranteed my tour DJ, and you're gonna make X amount of dollars per show. Like if someone got that paperwork, they will feel way more comfortable to putting their neck on the line for artists. Like I understand a lot of artists get put in place and they just act like they ain't never met somebody before. You feel me? Like. No one wants to get burned. So if I'm not burning you and you're not burning me, why we can't write out a good contract? Now, let me ask you something on the flip side of that, being a DJ. This is where I wanted to get in this conversation with these kind of conversations because I feel like from both sides, from all sides, there may be a misunderstanding or there are some misunderstandings and some things that you guys are feeling that I know I can speak for the DJ side. And and I like that particular point because it, it always makes me ask this question back. What's in it for the DJ other than, hey, if you believe in me down the line, because while you, because you, you because one of the things that I find with artists when this, this has always been my thing when I come back and I and and like you and I laugh at this at the, at the shop when I see you a lot I always go. I didn't tell your ass to go home and make a record. So suddenly you an artist. I owe you something. You understand what I'm saying? And I think what happens a lot of times, and again, I can defend the DJ first. It's not that you said something disrespectful, but I can defend the DJ first. Because I think a lot of times, and I and where that point took me was, I like to ask artists, have you done proper research on the DJs before you even meet them? Because you guys want that due diligence as artists. 
because you got because think about it, if you want a DJ to to start investing time in you and putting him in your sets, most of the time these dudes are invested in like a future, whether they become fans or whatever. They're invested. They listen to it in their car. They're invested in that in some way somehow. So I think on the flip side of that, the average artist, and you could tell me how often do y'all take the time to get invested in a in a in a DJ by doing research because you may have a DJ that he may only want to play old school records. He may really that is me be really what really real about it. Oh, he may a, just he's a wedding DJ. Right, he like just that. really yeah. you know what I'm saying? So when these artists and and you just happen to be the you guys just happen to be the ones in the seat right now, so I'm yeah. talk so I'm asking you to speak from the <laughs> artist side. Walk in a room with your thumb drive. Hey man, hey man, I I got <laughs> it. I got it. You've done hardly no research on who this person is or how they like to deal. Probably not how they like to be approached. They may have a system like me. I'm an asshole. Everybody know it. If you catch me in a party, I'm not even really trying to hear that shit. I'm an asshole. And see, that's the problem. That that's the problem. In my opinion. It's like. Let's let's be honest. Everybody in this room, whatever business we're doing, the person that you're dealing with, you can already tell what type of character they are. You can't really you do that. And, and this is and why I disagree. This is why I disagree with that point. This is why I disagree with that point. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you. Let's keep. Let's stay on the fast food example. Yeah, the fast food yeah, example yeah. is Mickey D's, right? And this is no respect, no disrespect to Mickey D's, but everybody I know, or eight out of ten people, said the feeling they get when they leave Chick Fil A is way different than the feeling they get leaving McDonald's. They all serve food across the counter. And a lot of times, it ain't even about the food. It's about that goddamn pleasure to, pleasure to serve you. Or, you know what I'm saying? My pleasure. People be leaving talking about, I felt my day was kind of okay. But you know how much I felt like family after that. And again, when I say I'm an asshole, I don't mean that I'm trying to embarrass somebody. I'm saying I have a protocol to how I like to do things. Like, I like to kind of scan music before I get to the club. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I kind of yeah. like to hear music before I get to the club, right? And it's the same way you with the process. When you go in the studio, right, you in the booth, right? So say I suddenly walk in the booth and I be like, hey, man, what I need you to say is the way I move. Ain't got shit to do with your rhyme, but I done walked into your session. No matter what I thought of you, I done just walked in and disrupted your session. That's what people do when they yeah. when they walk in a DJ's club. And, mm-hmm. and I'm defending the DJs because I really feel, like I said, I'm so glad to have you guys here because you family to me. And I want to yeah. get what you feel yeah. when you see the industry. But I also, I want to get some points out here for everybody listening. Like, look, man, maybe, are you sure we're doing the proper research on each other? You understand what I'm saying? Because but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, by the, they direct, you feel me? And put gonna, your mic up because I want them to get all your thoughts. <laughs> I'm saying by their approach, you feel me? Like... It's like how people are. Let me make a very good example. It's like how all black people aren't the same, but for the most part. Oh no, we all are. No, I'm, I'm sorry. My bad. Go ahead, bro. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. It was right there. there. <laughs> <laughs> it was right there. I ain't say it was gonna be the truth, but it was just right there. <laughs> yeah, we are. But the, yeah, yeah, but for the most part, you feel me? Like everybody's gonna get stereotyped the same way. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's gotta be a per person basis. That that's all I'm getting at. Right. Like, so again, can, I go back to. How often? I'm asking you as an artist. Well, you already said you already know. Uh, you already made it uh, common knowledge that like every other person is a rapper. So you got to be coming from the situation, the situation like yo, all right, every other person is a rapper, and by hands up. And, and, and actually, what I said was every third person third, is a every rapper. Third person. I'm sorry. And, we and that, 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 we're, we're a step away from every other person, but it's every third person, right? But I get. But but okay. Well, let me ask you this question directly. How often do you, as an artist, 
research things before you take the next step to them. I actually show a lot of love. This is I did, I hey, 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 hey. Again, I know you. So it's not about the love. And I know you're a very respectful dude. You're one of the dudes I love but in this that's market. What I'm saying. That's what I was getting to. That, like, I show a lot of love and research. Like, I know what a DJ is on. You feel me? I know what they can and what they can't do. And I've never been an irrational person. Been like, like, have I ever came to you while you was at the, uh, at the radio station? It was like, yo. Again, dude, I am not normal. <laughs> I am an asshole. You, but still, I didn't ask you. I never asked you, like, yo, can you put because me you, in rotation? But you also got to remember, Dre, we can't use me and you as a good example because, first of all, we're like family. We kind of met in a family environment. Yeah. It wasn't like I was just a dude you kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, you had kind of a, still you kind dumb. of had a real good invitation to me, which was dope, too. And, and I'm saying, we're Same family, here. which is yeah. a good thing. Mm-hmm. We had, we had a, like, I, my invitation to you was dope. Yeah. I immediately was like, I feel this dude right here. And I heard some of your music, and it was brought to me by somebody who was a fan of you. Yeah. So we're a little bit different. I'm talking, I want us to all think a little bigger picture here, though. I, that's what I'm saying. Oh, as far as in, like, on the broad audience, like, that's got to be, um, like, the people that's listening, that's, like, to the artists, like, that's got to be Upon uh, upon them to get etiquette, bro. Like right. To, so so we're not gonna me? duck this damn question, Dre. Yeah. I said, do you do it? Yeah, for sure. So you saying that you really do do your due diligence on a DJ before you approach? How him? else am I gonna know how to talk to this person? Hello, play my song. No, that's what, I mean that's what we get. Who that, goes to war like that? Like this is a business. Hey, like look, this man. is like I'm, Dre, I'm listen, coming Dre, to handle Dre, business. Dre, Dre. Maybe not you, but let's not act like you don't know at least seven rappers. And then I feel y'all on that. And not they, they, ain't, that. they ain't read nothing that's that. like the yeah. art of war. They walk in mm-hmm. and be like, hey, bro, I got this song on my phone right now. And you want to know what <laughs> makes it so funny? Because it's just like rappers going up to other rappers and, you know, busting out a freestyle. Hey, let me bust out a freestyle for you real quick. And right. it'd be so trash. you just like, <laughs> you just like, come on, bro. Why you even... Why you do that? So are you so, so are you, it's just like playing the going up to a DJ like hey, listen to my music and, and it's the same thing like you know let's stop calling those people rappers. No, they're we hot, have to know they hobbyists. Man. They call themselves rappers. You got it. They go to the studio like every three months when like somebody they've been watching has dropped another song and then boom I don't know where they drop a song in two hey, days. If the words come out of their cat hat that <laughs> they're it's a rapper. A rapper. I didn't and, say they were good. Dre, I didn't say it was something to my liking. You can't you can't really say that because that's just like somebody so if you give it like porn but, on your phone you're a porn your, star but your name Dre that's just like me coming up and be like what's up Joseph just cause your name Dre you feel me I could still give you a name they they, they call themselves rappers they rappers right and, and again just like, because somebody's not to my liking I'm not I'm I'm very much I very much and I and you know even as a DJ I'm, I'm willing to admit this on this show with with rappers dudes that I that I respect I miss something nobody could have ever told me that Kaya was gonna blow the way it did. I wasn't fucking with it. I did not hear it. I didn't even hear the Cardi B. It took five chicks to come and ask me to play Bodak Yellow before I actually loaded it in my computer and played it. I tell Cardi to her face. Wasn't no disrespect, I just didn't feel it. So again, I'm not saying that everything that a DJ says is right. What I'm trying to get to is, in this episode especially is, how can we slowly but surely get us all on the same page? Because obviously there's an issue that that we're that we're having not just with DJs, but I'm trying to get the questions that you guys have as dudes trying to come up. Like, what's what do you feel is let's let's go to another point. Right? Like, it's to be on, to be honest, to answer that question. Okay, if I didn't have the team that I had, I wouldn't have did the research to see if the DJ played my type of music. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. But being that my producer is a DJ, he's my DJ, right? And my manager, he knew you. 
I, I was already schooled to that. So they already did the due diligence. It's like, look, they play this. They're not going to play your record. No. Mm-hmm. So basically, if we were keeping score on this episode, it'd be one for Eakin right now. Ding. Yeah. One for, because I asked the question and, and I didn't want to keep score, but now I feel like I got to keep score. <laughs> I feel like I made a point of saying, hey, maybe one of the steps is more research on the artist side. I'm sorry that certain things is common sense to me and not the rest of the world. You gonna I, stop back? You gonna stop back and like because you got good relationships, Dre? It all just came, but it came from me strategically. Okay, I well let me let me, let me put it to you this way. And again, I put myself in this DJ seat because I'm here, mm-hmm. and and I feel like I'm speaking for the majority because I'm cool with a lot of DJs, and I honestly feel like I'll just be modest. I feel like I'm in the top ten in Tampa. Did you know? Did you literally know how to approach me? I'm in the top ten, I, and I'm talking about radio where I created a show. For artists like yourself. Mm-hmm. You never approached me till you had a link to me. So did you really do your research on the market? Okay, so to answer that question, I wasn't informed of you yet. You feel me? He had told me, he had told me who you were, but he never showed me what you look like. So, it was like, <laughs> so again, so see, so see, I might get another point here. I'm not gonna necessarily jump so, to take it a point, so, but let me, wait, 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 wait. This is why, this and, you, is, and we can't say he was speaking on my behalf. No, no, but this is why, this is why this episode is so important because okay. I wanna get to a place to where if you guys really want to win and we all I'm rooting for you yeah. but I think this episode is so important because we should be taking all the steps you understand what I'm saying so mm, my right. thing is if 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 this is truly something that you want right and again you happen to be the focus here because I don't know but you're the focus here <laughs> um, you knew of me you knew if you knew of me then and you knew where I had been or where I was at wasn't it up to you to take the next step in the research exactly but it's like but Frag. it's like no 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 listen i can't honestly say my good friend frag he is he has a whole bunch of ambition so he shot the gun before i even know it was loaded you know it was kind of like oh yeah my buddy eakin so and so and so so i'm like all right well let me figure out because my thing is before i approach anyone i always figure out how is this person thinking like everybody wants them did you know how i was thinking even after no. you met me then what the fuck was the purpose of that <laughs> nigga cruise control you feel me i gotta figure it out i ain't just gunned down the do you even know what i'm thinking right now or no. how i'm thinking so yeah. what the hell is all that listen, waiting done for you because it's thinking. like listen point for me yeah. exactly well, I ain't gonna take that's all you right care now. about i ain't gonna take it that is listen, not all i care yes, about it is. that's all i'm trying to make a very valid point then go ahead man make it so valid. it's like all right in my opinion, in every situation, if somebody doing some business or whatever they're doing, like, I already knew you had a dream. Like, you you a DJ. That's what you want to do. So, in my opinion, you want to be the best at what you want to be. So, it's like, all right, I'm this kid who just started rapping or whatnot. What can I offer him? Until I figured that out, I was never going to approach you. But Frag was just like, yo, this is my little brother right here. And I was like, cool, this guy working well, right here. Well, let me clear this up. What the hell have you offered me even to this day? Other than your friendship <laughs> and being my brother. friendship, exactly. Yeah, you're my brother. What like, you I, talking I, about? I'm I, awesome. Let's, let's, clear the, uh, let's clear it up for the audience. This is my man right here. So it's never, you, 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 you definitely family. So, But I'm saying, and I guess my point with that is, I don't, I don't think that that's, that's the right way, though. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm saying that because with all of that, yeah, you don't know what I'm thinking right now. We become very good friends, and it goes back to my point again of why this episode is so important to me. Is if you really want to make it, including me and things that I want to make it as, you have to be doing the things that other people are not doing. You understand what I'm saying? And 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 when I meet artists like yourselves, I I just want to know the steps that you guys think are missing so we can we can address those as a team. You know, and I'm not sure if I'm, I'm not, I guess I'm on your team because we're family, but you know. With that being said, I guess that's one for me now. Huh? You don't get one there. How did you get one? Because you on me, or you on my team, so you, I'm winning. That's one for me. Okay, but still, 
If we go back uh, me, to my, if we go back to my Chick Fil A McDonald's example, I'm definitely I should get another yeah. point just what for I'm that saying, example. But you alone. knew when you pull up to come on, bro. When you pull up to Chick Fil A, when you pull up to McDonald's, you already know the vibes is different. So when somebody, but walked, I didn't know that until they showed me. You had to go there. Can we get off at of this point? Let's go to the next point. <laughs> and here's my next question: What do you guys think about 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 the label situation nowadays? What are, what are your what are your thoughts on labels? Or better yet, maybe Justin, I start with you because you've had actual dealings with labels. Yeah. Or better yet, let's take you third. Let's let's start with like like what is what is your thoughts on record labels and how they look at artists like yourself? Do you see a chance of dealing with a label? Do you even want to deal with a label? Or do you think that there's a there's another way that you would just rather get in? I feel like nobody do it independent in the rap game. So it's like I feel what well, I'm not gonna say nobody, but I, I that's how I feel. I feel like everybody has somebody behind them right. before they blew. You know what I mean? So it's like you don't have to have a label. You can have a regular person just put nice. a bag behind you and see if you can do that same thing you feel me right it's it's all about like if that person believe in you or not and they if they got it to invest in you then they got it to invest in you. your label is just an investor but do you think it's more about the bag they invest in you or the actual plan like he said you don't have to make good music to pop but you honestly, so that means that it's like but that's what he's saying. He's saying the plan. Like, that's where the plan comes in for the music not have to be so good. Like, if somebody got a really good plan and they strategically got it set up, then you're going to win. And, like, I feel both points. Because it's all about it's, – it's, it's a whole spinning wheel to make it keep going, in my opinion, not to cut you off. Mm. Um, but it's like, all right, so say you, if you do have an investor but you're smart enough to put the plan together yourself, yeah. which will help somebody invest in you, right. then, you know, then you can go that route. Because people, some like myself, a lot of people get caught up in feeling like they don't have enough money to do it. And reality is like you're thinking of the whole plan. You can write out a plan and maybe only have a budget to execute the first three steps. But if you do them well enough, you might run into somebody like, yo, you're onto something. Right. Let's come over here and do something and let me show you what you should have turned this into. I feel like that's where the label comes in with that. Or the smart person who got 10 other business who just want to do music now and know a whole bunch of friends in the music business. It's like, but most people who feel like they can just drop a song and put it on the internet and feel like a label or just keep sending stuff to a label, it's like, it's pointless. Like you said, everything's oversaturated. And if you don't, like you said, if you don't have a plan, then you're not going to get to that next step. Everyone's thinking about the final step when they can't get their first three, four baby steps out of the way. And that's really what got some attention on me, like really being like, all right, whatever, I'm going to just do it myself. Right. I'm not going to sit around and wait for somebody to come bring me 2000 or 3000 Because it's like, who invests into nothing? Nobody. Yeah, you got to invest into you yourself make it a first. Platform. Once mm -hmm. they see that you believe in yourself and you're actually doing the steps to make it happen, yes, sir. then all they do is they see what you've done already and they just piggyback off of that. Right. If you don't have nothing and you just like, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. They'll be like, what am I investing in? You have, Do you even have a song? You have one song? You don't have a catalog? <laughs> what happens if you fall after that? How am I going to get my money back? Mm -hmm. So like you guys said, you need a plan. Mm -hmm. As far as your question for the labels, um, it's about ownership now. Because yes, right sir. now they, they'll they take everything from you and you'll be a broke rapper with a mega hit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the thing is to, to do it independently if you get an investor or, or somebody to get behind you. So when you go to that label, you have leverage. So yes, now you, you can own more. 
Like, this is my plan. This is what I need. If you can't do this, I'll continue to win without you. And then, you know, you go from there. Do you think it's something, do you guys think it's something that the labels could or should be doing differently right now? Yeah. To uh, find to find new talent like yourselves? Yeah. I think they should uh, go back to when they sign talent Artists and not make you do it on your own. Because now, when you do it like that, the, I feel like the label's losing. They're not they're not going to get as much as they used to get back in the day which is good for for the artists that's that's a good that's a good point but this also it also brings to mind an, another great point and i want you guys to give me give me your thoughts on this ray daniels is a dude who i highly fucking respect like one of my big brothers in this game a and r dude um responsible he he he's writers producers ray's been involved big in the atlanta scene on the entire come up and i interviewed ray a while back and I want you guys to listen to this closely and then give me your honest feedback on this right here. And what Ray told me when we were talking about this same thing you were talking about, about signing, you know, and everybody's perception of talent is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, Ray's point was this is the music business, right? So in the music business, we all have jobs. We all have a criteria or a certain standard that we have to meet. So if you're an A&R dude you got to continue to bring in talent and you have to keep bringing in talent and things that make the label money in order to keep your job. So the point he made after that was he was like, yeah, I'm an A&R. I see you like you just happen to be walking through the mall and the rhymes I hear you say as you as you waiting to pay for your sneakers and footlock. I'm like, whoo, mm-hmm. I probably can do something with this kid. So then. I probably got to bring you, if you brand new, I got to bring you to the studio, right? Mm-hmm. Now I got to work on developing, as you said, Justin, earlier, your sound. Mm-hmm. I got to find you the right producers. Maybe I got to work on feature. I got to work <laughs> on your look. I got to work on this and work on that. But on the flip side of that, here's this kid over here named Soldier Boy who already got three million followers. <laughs> he got a buzz going crazy and the shit is already moving. And now I just got to add the machine. Because he built what you said earlier too, Justin, kind of the foundation. Mm-hmm. So my work as an A and R pretty much just got cut in half, maybe two thirds. Mm-hmm. So as somebody who has a job in, a, in what's becoming a microwave music industry, what 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 does an A and R do? You understand what I'm saying? Like you you can go over here and say I want to develop this and take a year and a half, and we still don't make no money because the, the the public is so fickle. Or you can go over here with this thing is already moving. And you just kind of add to it and sweeten it up and mm-hmm. maybe add some shape to it. And, you know, you might need a few ice cubes to chill it or Which whatever. Which is cool, but. Okay, go ahead. I'm listening. What what happened to the ones where that had longevity? Like, there'll never be another Hove. Like, where, where's going to be another Drake? It's just one-hit wonders. They're here for two years well, and gone. that would be kind of disrespectful to say to Kendrick Lamar or to J. Cole, right? That's I'm not talking about them. They're legendary in their own way. Of course, look at the albums. Look how many albums they dropped. Look how successful they are. They're staying on tour. They're staying on the road. But what happened to the, where's Fetty? And but, I rock but, with Fetty. But wait a minute, wouldn't you? Wouldn't <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He okay, I mean, you can't compare and then those. Okay, but it, then, right. I think I think so Dre just but I think Dre just made a valid point. And and in the Fetty thing, let's look at the Fetty thing too and be honest with ourselves. The Fetty thing was out of here before they really got a hold of it. It was and 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 and, and in Fetty's defense too. Fetty had four dope rec, four hit singles yeah. off of one album. You can't right. really ask him any more than that. Now I think what happened to Fetty is, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, 
the sound got old because he had one of those sounds that yeah, sing song style sound, yeah. that kind of got old and like you said that was his sound hmm. he didn't he didn't mature from that he kept breaking records over and after a while you know the public after a year of that we just was into something else by yeah. then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So again, back to my point, and I, I want everybody to get a turn at this at this question. What do you guys think about that point? And again, not that your point wasn't valid, but I think I think there's still room because we probably would have said I don't think Hove is like one of those things that that's another. Yeah, it's a whole another level, and I think even in even in the climate of the industry that we're in nowadays. I think it's hard pressed to say there's gonna be a Hove because Hove ain't selling records the way he used to be. He just owns the business now. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? So and he he strategically plans also too how he does things. I think he doesn't he do, he will never do something that you see the baby doing because mm-hmm. he's he's but he sticks to what Dre said earlier too. And I think you even said it. He sticks to where Hove is. He doesn't try to come. Now he may make a he record. He gives you Hove every time. He may make mm-hmm. a record with a newer artist like he made records with Drake. He made records with Cole. You know, that sort of thing. But he still be Hove. He don't mm-hmm. come down there and try to suddenly start singing, you know, you know, the baby records yeah, or, or right. uh, what's up, boy, that made booty. Booty. He don't, he don't, make, he don't go there. He don't disrespect them, but he don't try to, he didn't try to mimic him. He, he did Hove. Yeah. But do you, do you see like a little pump being around for 12 years like, like I that don't, or? I think anybody. I think. Cats. Well, let's let's let Dre. I'm in. asking y'all. Like y'all. Um, see that? In my opinion, uh, I love it personally because, like, one, it just made it that much more challenging. I remember when I f- used to first start, and I used to hate the challenge. But like, I don't know. I've just become like so self-made that it's like, all right, well, it gives me hope because, yeah, it's easy for A and R's just to jump from one thing to another, but they also not gonna care. You know, like that's why Lil Pump them can't stay on forever because they already knew that this is a ticking time bomb. We gonna eat off of it, and when the tires start deflating, we'll find we, we out. Else. Yeah, but it's like it leaves room for like if they were great art, that's upon them. I feel like artists have to take some responsibility for what we put out. Like if you're not that great a caliber of an artist, you're never going to be. Just because you're famous or you're that big, you're never gonna be of that caliber because you weren't to begin with. You feel me? Like a lot of people just so happen to like some stuff you just randomly made right mm-hmm. but if like you gonna be that you gonna be that mm-hmm. like because if you meant to be like people can't deny kendrick people can't not deny j cole or drake, chance rapper or drake listen to the music they make like it's inevitable you listen to it like everybody else all these this is what i know is about most of these albums that come out every single year you like two to maybe three songs maybe four max on all these rap albums that come out and they're hot for like a month and then another album come out and then we're no longer listening like gunna just came out like what a month ago two months ago right we're on to some, the baby's hot now mm-hmm. like so and i feel like the baby's so hot because you can listen to his music like he's rapping and he's rhyming in his music. I'm not saying he's going to be a great or he's not, but I see him having longevity because he ha- he's giving something for people to, and it's not a gimmick. Mm-hmm. It's gimmicky in his own way. And until that get old, then he'll fall off, you know. But to me, I feel like he has as long of a ride as Ludacris did because he's our time Ludacris for sure. Now, like the way he and- me for some reason i just go against both of their both of theirs because for some reason like he said for instance do i think Lil pump will be around for you know for for a minute i do because whoever would thought soldier boy would have been around for as long as he'd been around you know what i mean his music was not you know i'm not hating but it you know he had a good dance a good but who would have ever thought he would have been still doing what he doing right now 
behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, yeah. you know well, what I mean? He he he's one of the richest out of the youngest, you know. Right. Of his, he's no, one of the. But you know what I mean? He's, I think he's a little bit different though because Soldier Boy Maybe. understood the internet first. Yeah, he, yeah. And he also was a producer too. Like Soldier mm-hmm. Boy was making beats and everything. Yeah. Soldier Boy wasn't just I come in here and rap. Soldier Boy was kind of a whole entity within himself. So go ahead with yeah. So it's it's like 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 he said a little pump like. Lil he Pump, he no, he don't. Mm-hmm. But he's he he he's making his his platform to where he could do stupid stuff and little kids start liking him, or he like he already got to the mainstream to where he could just act but like then, something is good, so like drinking saying, lean so is good. Because like Soldier Boy put on a lot of people, yeah. like the Trippy Reds and a lot of these cats, he put them on. Yeah. So maybe Pump could do that. That's and, what I'm you know, saying. You know what I mean? Like he behind. he don't have to like only like do stuff the in the music. You know what I mean? He can make start making clothes, start doing like like ASAP Rocky. He don't make music no more. Right. But he's in the fashion design. You feel me? He he in the fashion. You know what I mean? The Pump situation is is probably you think it's probably gonna which is a great thing. It graduates into yeah yeah. And you know what I mean? And then he could always come back. Cause he got enough money to always just jump right back into the music. He don't need no label because he already done made ten million off of fashion design, and he could put a mill into the music right back into the music just for people to hear him. He it don't matter how the music sound, right? It's just he didn't. I want y'all to hear me now. I'm back. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I understand what they saying, but it's like That's everybody still not could. Gonna be on the level of nah, it's not gonna be on the level of them. But I'm just saying, Jay Z didn't make music forever. He did other stuff. Do you know? Make him a billionaire, you know. Facts. Dr. Liquor. Dre did headphones. Oh, yeah. He did other stuff to make him a billionaire. You know what right. I mean? It wasn't never always about just music. Music it's helped a, sell it. No, but that's what we talking about. We talking about just music. We are not talking about. Well, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, no. Honestly, but I'm talking about staying in the game. Yeah, I'm and, saying, and honestly, could, and, and you can and, stay in the game by just you know. Until that point, I guess when you say artist, I just I look at so many things. You know what I'm saying? But I get yeah. the music is first because I that <laughs> right now is to where you guys in this episode of of unsigned hype that's kind of where you guys start or what i know you for you know what i'm saying of starting with music i'm sure that you all have aspirations of of you know of bigger things oh, for sure. for um sure. so have have you guys done the research on how you can how you can make make money in this game yeah um, and anybody can take this question because i got i do got a list over here and I, I wanted to see how many how many y'all would give me because you know it's it's a learning episode as well and merchandise selling things you use the music to sell things that's pretty much how you're going to make your money nobody's buying albums unless your streaming is outrageous Mm. you're going to have to get that following for somebody to want to buy a ticket a t-shirt or a bracelet or something that you make even if they will buy a CD you gotta have at least a thousand fans who will definitely invest into you every time right and that that brings me to a good point here before I even jump to this this thing right here um Speaking of, of followers in the social media movement, right? Is it more important to you guys to have? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna put numbers here. I'm just I don't I'm just pulling numbers out of the sky. Twenty five thousand people who just follow you, or the right nine thousand people who follow yeah, you. And right when nine. I say the right nine thousand, I mean nine thousand people who will. If you put a T-shirt up online, they want to go buy it. Sure. If you do a collab with Odd Socks for socks, they want to go buy them. Mm-hmm. If you put a, you got a show at the Ritz in Ebor City, they want to go. Mm-hmm. What's 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 more important to you guys? Because I mean, some people just you know they like to have a big number on their Instagram or whatever. But what's more important to you guys and why? It's definitely important about the the right nine thousand. The yeah. difference is is like, yeah, you got to know your market. You got to know who you're selling to. Right. You know, I mean, with the way I do Instagram is I follow everybody from the grandmothers to to a baby like I don't matter. And then I start unfollowing people who don't 
stay active on my page. You know what I'm saying? So that's how my numbers grow. I don't know if they're going to support me. I just need your your support as far as a like, and then maybe that like will turn into a sale. That's how I do it. So yeah, it matters about the right people, but you don't know who's going to be the, that one until you find that person. You know what I'm saying? If right. you're doing it independently. Like if you have an engine behind you, obviously they're going to put you in a market they feel you're at, and you <coughs> may get enough fans from that way to come over to your way to make you where you you know where you need to be to make you successful. Have you have any of you guys ever? And this may be something like I said out of out of the box thinking. Have you got any of you guys ever done anything like maybe have someone that's that's from a marketing background maybe look at a marketing plan for you as an artist or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying or for you like where where your audience might be you know because you know there's data and stuff that we can gather. Has is that something that <laughs> that newer newer artists work i mean you know, everything do. nowadays yeah, is you much. should you should shoot straight to that like I you mean, should want to know your crowd like you should know your crowd as an artist like mm-hmm. my, i think it's hard though it's hard say, like, you should know your crowd because the internet's so big and so like when someone whoa, whoa stop stop i don't because i don't want you to broaden my question too far and again see that's 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 what I, that's why I, I stopped you here because i don't want to make it about the internet i really want to just make it about your audience which includes the internet of course exactly but that's why i asked about has any is that something that any of you would ever entertain maybe working with a marketer to, sure. to help yeah, understand yeah that's what who yeah. your actual crowd yeah that's is. why i said mm-hmm. you got to know your crowd you want to know shoot like what you're shooting for because at the end of the day i wouldn't want to my type of music i wouldn't want to go shoot for a you know a more older crowd I would want to shoot for like an 18 to 25, 26, you know, and at least try to get the little crowd because I know the little crowd would be like, hey, mom, can you buy this ticket for me? Or, you know, the that young, you know, an older dude going to be like, oh, he nice. I'm you know, he lady. nice. <laughs> you know, I he, I, he, he, he good. Right. They ain't not going to buy that ticket, though. But if they kids be like, hey, dad, can you? He ain't got no choice to go because he gotta go with his son now. You know, right. now he buying two tickets. You know what I mean? <laughs> so now you now he mad. You know what I mean? So that's why with me, I'm just saying with me, I, sh- I I like the market and shoot straight for a certain type of you know age limit, a certain type of crowd because I know it's a lot of people who you know they'll be like you know he alright, but whatever. You know, I I heard of him. I you know what I mean? Like they not gonna buy it. You know what I mean? But I know a younger crowd will make their they had come out. So, have you guys taken any any? What what are some of the steps that you guys would take to like you know like days like like Light said, Make finding finding account. his niche audience. What are some of the steps that that you guys have taken, or are there steps that you've taken, or is that something you guys are working on taking, or turn your account to a business account because mm-hmm. then it gives you the demographics of all everything from how many females follow you to males to what age bracket to what area, and it gives you a tally mark. That's why I turn my account into a business account and then um i'm actually i am doing that you're working with somebody who finds your market and puts you in the right areas if it don't work they fall back and they go to a different area that's pretty much so they know obviously i cater more to the women right. we all do everybody mm-hmm. knows the females buy the records mm-hmm. but um if you're um like if you're like a trap artist you know what i mean dudes are gonna rock with you you know what i'm saying so you have the you have the um the luxury of being for both you can have women some girls will like that or and, and a lot of men were like that. Like me, I do soulful R&B slash hip hop music. Mm-hmm. So that, like I cater to women. If mm-hmm. it's older women yeah, or younger women, like that's how it is, bro, right. for me. So that, that's how I found my market. 
are there other steps? Because I mean, everybody can't read that data either. I mean, I, I appreciate you, you telling me that you got somebody. But how important is that step to find people? Very who can, important. How important is how important is the team to each of you? Like, how important is the team? You know, like you he said when he started talking about like reading the data and stuff like that. Yeah. I wanted to laugh because. A lot of us don't know what the hell that data is. (laughs) But I also appreciate the fact that he said he had someone assisting him with reading that data and helping to understand where his market should be. Mm -hmm. How important is the team to each one of you guys? Got to have a team. Very important. But, like, what's important to me is the right team members. Like, I don't care about a team full of half-ass people. You feel me? Like, if you can't, if you don't want to do your job as good as I want to be a rapper, I don't have no time for it. You feel me? Like it's just like, and not to anybody else, but I, you know, I've always been well informed on a lot of stuff that I've been involved with. So if I can do what you're doing as good as you do, and you're putting in as effort as I could put in in those fifteen to twenty minutes of my spare time and get what you get done, I'm gonna do it myself. But if I could have the right people around me, I would. As far as like like marketing and me and the dollar that I spend, I'm very strict because I've wasted a bunch of money just going to Mm -hmm. different people and like, all right, yeah, you can do this and you can do that. And it's like, it's not. So it's more of like the research of like, all right, if we're going to do this marketing, I need to see the marketing you've already done. Like we're not wasting any money. Mm-hmm. So either you can do the job you can do and I'll pay you everything you ask for. I won't question your price, none of that, because I want the job done the way I want it done. Right. That's all I care about. Mm. How often do you guys feel that you should be you should be putting out music? Um mm. you should in this society, consistent. like <laughs> to be honest with you, if you had everything into place, I feel like a person or an artist should have at least three songs always you should release or have your songs in segments of three. Is there a way like, all right, I'm going to release this song and release that song. And I feel like at least every six weeks, especially if you don't have a fan base like that, let people know that you're serious about what you're doing. Like I've seen like all my mistakes and what I wasn't doing. And like you said, there's so much music going on and the people that really do believe in you is like, you're not giving them enough. And that you, you can never make enough songs. Like, let's be honest about it. Like, even if like even after you spend enough money with the right producer, if they mess with you, they're going to start, all right, well, let's work together. You feel me? Like, it's all about paying dues. Like, people are like, hey, man, let's go to the top. And that was my example before. It's like, you got to show people you about what you're doing. So, and if you're not trying to work a deal with me by my seventh beat, like, you don't like me as an artist and I need to go find another <laughs> Yeah, it's producer. pretty much about the money is then. Yeah. <laughs> you, you agree right. with the three songs every... Why three too? Why what, you hold on? Do you agree with the three songs? Like, um, I agree with. See, I don't know because it's hard for me. I really don't drop music like that. Right. So it's like I try to like save all my music for the right time, mm-hmm. the right person, the right. right crowd. You know what I mean? Like, so I I know I know what he's saying as like dropping, dropping, dropping because you want to keep everything consistent. You know what I mean? You want to make sure you look consistent, everything sound consistent. Right. You don't want to go drop a song, let people hear it for two weeks in nice studio, and then go to a twenty five dollar home in the closet studio and then go make a trash song, and then it's just like it ain't it ain't worth it. Like so, staying consistent is definitely like where you got to be at in making music. Mm-hmm. So I, I I definitely agree with him. But I, as a person and me, I don't drop my music like that. So you and so basically we're, we're in agreement that you guys have to, you have to keep feeding them. 
For of sure. You got to. Because I've learned from like the things that I've done. Like people, we get, I know I've gotten mistaken. Like, all right, I'm going to make this power move. Whether when I open up for 21 Savage or when I went on tour with Rich the Kid, it's got to be like a multiple thing. It's like I did those shows and it got me so much attention, but everybody's like, all right, what now? You know, those things are the appetizers, no matter how big they are for you, that got everybody attention. So now that you got my attention, what now? When you when you when you when you do things like that, how important is? Because I think it's very important. But how important is it to you guys to like you say you when you open up for twenty one? Do you think that you should have? Did you already have things prepared for like like when you have that that much of a captive that's audience? What I'm talking, that's what when you I'm have that much about. of a captive audience, were you already ready? Like as soon as you were done with that show, maybe you make an announcement that says, "Yo, at midnight my new single drops." You already had it ready to fire. Were, are those the kind of, were, were absolutely you ready to not those? <laughs> absolutely not that was my point to that like having three three things set up is like like you said that big audience that i had in front of me that was all saying what i was telling them to say swaying or whatever and it's like after it was all said and done i'm like all right you know being ignorant and then like wet behind the ears in the game is like all right they i'm on with them now and it's like no all i did was get their attention like you said i didn't drop nothing to captivate that all the the two to three hundred people that follow me that same night the immediate reactions i would have got from it because they're already rocking with me from the show mm -hmm. but absolutely not was not prepared for it yeah I know you, gotta, now. you gotta at least pass cds out at that moment or like for sure drop your website or something like that that's that's literally what i was doing when i did the fetty wop and the davies and all that like right. mm -hmm. i had cds i walked out in the crowd and touched the people gave them my cd they're like yo you're dope thank you man follow me on here and i gained followers like that that's something that you definitely you have to definitely got it and that's something that i that i it, yeah yeah like yeah, i didn't facts. i didn't do that in my first couple of times because like like i felt like i got grandfathered in you know what i mean like right. i felt like i was already with dre so like everybody like oh he already rap you know what i mean so like i didn't ever know the big steps to get to you know if i get a show oh i need to have cds i need to have a card i need to have now in my real life i know that because right. i've been doing it for so long you know what i mean but just jumping in and not knowing everything every single thing that's that's what was hard for me to find out like you gotta know what you're doing in this game. And you'll you feel me? You gotta know, you go on, yeah. like you gotta know every single move that you're making, yes, because man. you will definitely lose out on everything. Like, and money will definitely get lost. Like, you can you can go uh, you go make t-shirts, hats, and sell them all out or give them away because that's what's most likely gonna happen. Right. You ain't gonna sell them. You're gonna give them away. You feel me? Because right. people are going, no matter what you do, you. Yeah. they'll go to, like, even, even and then make it so bad, even, yo, like, the people around you, they, like, they'll go, go to somewhere else, go buy a t-shirt for $20. You tell them that you made your shirt for $10. They, they, go on, they want it for $10. Like, you ain't helping. Yeah. You ain't going to support, support me. You ain't going, like, you want my, you want it for, you going to go buy this t-shirt for $20 that, from a person you don't even know. Right. But I just made it, I made me a t-shirt for my clothing line. You know what I mean? You going to tell me you, you want it for $10. So it's like, everything got to be like, I, and I learned that, like, you'll waste a lot of money not knowing what you're doing in this game. And it's also and very it's, important too, not to cut you off. No, no, you but, um, um, When he said drop, you know, three records every six six weeks or something like mm -hmm. that. Don't be afraid to go back and promote that same record. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Just because people that follow you now, 
don't know the record, the people that just hopped on don't know it. So always share your old product and everything. That's that's what I constantly do. I'm always sharing my old mixtapes, my old projects. My old, it doesn't matter because that one person that just followed me doesn't know it. So that's that's one thing you got to do. So always share it. Mm-hmm. Facts, that's never a, old. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's a good example because it's like you said you do get a new follower like even if it's two like I tell people all the time like people be focusing on millions and millions and millions and millions but like I had this dude tell me he was like bro he was like everywhere I go if I see change I pick it up he was like in a month you won't believe I had two, three hundred dollars from change. He was like, you look you pick it up. So it was like, I took that perspective. It was like, if I could get, if you can get a new fan every day, every year you would grow 365 fans mm-hmm. every year. One fan a day, that's talking to one person. And it's like, people overshadow that. They overshadow like the one and two people that they could talk to at the gas station, mm-hmm. waiting to pay for some gum. Facts. Like, or being at the bar and buying somebody a drink. Like, little cheap stuff like that that make people really like you. Mm-hmm. Like, I learned, like... And then, I feel like artists gotta start caring about people because I used to be one of them artists that's just like, I'm all about my music. You feel me? Like, if it ain't about my music, I don't care. You gotta care about people. My dog told me this. You gotta care about people for them to care about what you got going on. Mm-hmm. And so, when you make it seem like it's all about you, don't nobody want to be involved with that? Like, I don't care if your music is good. Like, you only care about you. So is that where the engagement comes on on, on social media? That's yeah, you, you gotta care. Yeah, you gotta comment yeah. back to people. You gotta comment on people's yeah. stuff. You gotta show love. Oh, like yeah. showing love is real. Like it energy is, is real. Yeah. Like I, the older I get, I believe in that stuff. Like the more positive energy you put out, and like the more you try to help somebody else make it, like your situation just become good. Mm-hmm. Like it just can't help. You ain't doing nothing but putting good out. You can't get nothing but good back. Like somebody might be a dick, but then that's just a test of you to be like, nah, that's just them. Clowns gonna be clowns You feel me Right Boom right after that Big blessing mm-hmm. Like energy is everything Bro it's real It's facts I got a couple more things Before we get out of here I, I think One thing I wanna I wanna ask you guys too is How important is it To study Things that have happened Before you Like how often do And I guess you guys are You know like I said I, And I'm asking you guys These kind of questions Because I'm I'm guessing From what I understand You guys deal with other Other rappers like yourself That are coming up Or whatever yeah. How often is the discussion had about things that happened before you or the examples of like you know like how t-pain got there or how ti got there or what tlc went through or you know how master p built what he built because all the examples are out there they're on the internet do you think this generation do you guys in this generation because everything with it it being on the internet now it's even less to buy it's like right there at your fingertips to research and to go through and they say a lot of times when you look at the plan of how people did it it can often help you with how you want to do it is that is that something that happens a lot with with this with this new what I and I call you guys a new generation because you guys are still you know on the come up and and in what's going on right now is does a lot of that go on or no is it just I was, like kind of like nah I don't I don't really worry about that absolutely not in my opinion I feel like for the most part most artists especially like local base or people who's coming up like people just like everybody got this mindset of just like run and gun you know it's like we finna do this all right let's just go. Right. You know, finna make songs, finna drop them, finna find showcases, gonna do them, just gonna do this. And I know people who've been doing that for like four or five years, doing the same thing over and over and over. They don't never stop to think about what they're doing. They don't never stop to think about why it's not working. Like, I say probably people that are at least 25 and older might think about it and might have some type of conversation about it. But most people I deal with, like, they don't think past I sound like my favorite rapper. You feel me? Like, I feel like people, 
we live in a generation where people hear it and they be like, man, I can do that. He got rich off of doing that. And so right. they immediately just start doing the same thing where you have no disrespect, but you have the designers who sound like future, sound exactly like them. Bro, and then, you know what I mean? <laughs> we used to live in a generation where even we the fans will be like, so, like, we fake is so real that no one cares about real anymore. It's like, well, all right, for instance, if a rapper talking about all this stuff and you find out like he getting his jury taken and all his fans would be like, so what? It don't even matter. Don't what? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, so what? So what? He gonna still get out here and make me. It's true. It's so true, bro. So it's like people don't have no morals these days. That's the sad part about it. That's why everyone's so rude and they feel so entitled to everything because it's like, it don't matter. Like people, it just don't matter. Everyone's for self these days. There's so, no. So what do you guys do now? Like what? What's the, what's the next step for you guys? Like, keep it G. Stay in your own way. Whoa, man. chill, bro. Chill. All right. So so what, I mean, so <laughs> we're at we're at this point now. We've gone through a lot of the ups and downs of of what you guys go through. What do you, what do you guys do now? What do you, what do you guys feel like the next step is for you to get over the hump or through that ceiling as we spoke of earlier? What do you what do you guys feel is is your, is your next step? I just need the platform. I just need to f- I just need like if I could get if I could get to somebody who got the right platform, like like you said, a label. If I could get to somebody who got the right platform for the world to see me, then I feel like but so that but right now are you taking steps to get to that to get your platform to where they notice you? Yes, and that's where the internet come at. Okay. Uh, you feel me like you investing in yourself so you trying to get the whole world to see you but it's gonna be somebody who gonna still be somewhere around you right I'm finna rob me it's gonna be somewhere around straight jack kick down the dough Dre that's that's what you're doing (laughs) that's what I'm doing I'm finna rob him it's a robbery kick it down the dough for all y'all listening you can hear it in my voice it's happening it's listen take no for it I've been listening we've been in in the game room planning for a while you know it's it's an invasion coming they don't even know it everybody's just sitting enjoying their iced out teeth and all the same watches that they got they don't even know how i'm finna change the rap game bro they don't even know like they they have no idea you hear it you feel it it's coming like strategically set up no is not an option facts justin i agree man um don't give up. You standing beside him, kicking the door down to you. Oh yeah, man. You just gotta, you gotta literally right uh, be in their face, and <laughs> you know, what I mean, you can be take the humble approach, or you can be like, I know I'm dope, so are you gonna help me or not, and keep it pushing. And if you, I don't not, have time to waste. If you're not, do it. You gonna see me? Yes, sir. Pretty much like that, because I did the hump, the humble role, and they're like, oh, you want radio? Oh, okay, okay. But if I was like, yo, I'm dope, you know, what I'm saying, are you gonna waste my time or not? Because you know, what I mean, I'm just a one check away from staying mm-hmm. independent. If I'm something like that, they're like, whoa, mm-hmm. let's let's check on this cat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know, man. You just got to stay consistent, pray to God a lot, and uh, keep working. That's pretty much it. Man, and, <laughs> and like like he said, like, we as artists, like most people, y'all, like, people got to start remembering, like, how much we actually worth. Like, how valuable you actually are, like, when it do come through for you. Right. Like, you feel me? Like, all the money that is made, if you that good, like you, people just can't give in on themselves. Like, all right, I know I'm dope, but I'm running out of time. You're not running out of time. You feel me? Now, if you just wasting your time, you running out of time. But if you doing something and 
you see doors opening for you because they're going to open for you. If if it's meant for you to walk through them doors, them doors going to open for you. And if it's not, you're doing the wrong thing. I tell everybody that. But it's like you see stuff happening in your life, of course you're going to have the ups and downs. I've learned recently, like, when you going up, it's usually you'll get hit and get knocked down but that's the time to go the hardest because you almost there you feel me like usually mm-hmm. everybody get discouraged because you're like man i was just doing so good and like i don't know what the hell's going on now it's like yeah the devil know you finna get it like he <laughs> yeah. tripped you feel me like he, <laughs> right. he's trying to discourage you like this little small thing gonna make you quit and i had to get over that you feel me and i just want to tell other people like don't let that small stuff knock y'all off it might feel like life hard or bills it's like nah that it don't matter Cause it's like it you really don't why matter. You started, well, you know what I'm saying. Remember the love for it. Well, I I hope that that my little platform got you got you. Yes, to sir. You, you know I appreciate where it. you feel like you you going in the right direction. Yeah, Kicking in so, the dough. This I, is the first footstep. Oh wow! Yeah. I actually feel like I learned something too about you know what what the unsigned artist goes through or what you guys are going through. I appreciate you being here, man. Um, I guess before we get out of here though, too, I and I I think I said this before, but I want to I want to get everybody's social media and, and what you got where they can find you at on the internet and what you got coming up next um what to look out for whoever wants to go first we, we start there i'm gonna start off right here Kicking yeah this is your boy dre da vinci you can find me on all social medias at dre da vinci that's d-r-a-y d-a-v-i-n-c-h-y me and my boy light finna drop the video to our song sip we got dropping soon uh like within the next couple of days i'm pretty sure and uh, we got an ep coming so it's coming and then i got you know the shotgun loaded right behind that we're coming through the door. Don't bro. want nobody to die on my yeah, shit. Yeah, he's trying to everybody, Slugs flying, bro. And Pick up the shells. Yeah, you could find me at all platforms on Light PG3, L I T E PG3. And I'm just working, man. I'm, I got a song that's going to probably be on World Star and Say Cheese called Juice. So that'll be my next project. And it's a single. So that'll be my next platform project coming up. Oh, wow. Things popping. That's what's up. And you can find me on all platforms at thinkjustinjames.com. That's T H I N K, Justin James, all one word. And that's from Spotify to Title to Instagram to Twitter. It's on every social platform, music platform. Just makes it real easy. Or you can go to thinkjustinjames.com. Ladies only. I'm just. I'm just happy to be in the room with you, dude. So that way, in five years, when it all blows, I can say, I had him first. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Yo, man. Um, I'm a like, big boy. Be coming soon. As always, man. I'm like, going. Hey, we going to every studio with you. We going to Big Boy in the morning with you, and they gotta let you DJ. I'm like, I'm not coming unless they let you, know, you DJ. You know what he's doing? He's he's making sure he got that promise out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. making sure he got that part yeah. done. But I already and, told and, you and, that before. And, it, and it's recorded. It's recorded. It's recorded now. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, man. I, you know, I, I told you, Egan, and I, I proved what I said. You Put know what right. I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, but I just appreciate you, man. Um, as always, I try to learn something on every episode. I feel like I learned some things today, and there's a, a lot, too, to being an artist from what I understand. Oh, yeah. oh man. To oh, me, yeah. to think I, I only wanted to rap for like a week and a half, and <laughs> I was done with it. So I haven't been through as much as you guys have been through with the rap game. But I wish you guys um, nothing but success, and I'm here to definitely cheer you on the whole time man again um southern hospitality man we what else do i do unsigned hype episode signing off right now man don't forget man the south has something to say at southern hospitality tv on instagram and uh 
Hey, you can follow me too on all platforms at DJ Eakin. I'm about to release a mixtape too. I'm about to start a new playlist on Spotify. That's what I'm about to do. All Drake Nah, no bullshit. I, this is seriously. This is this is about to happen. I, I'm, this is and it's got got you guys on here, so you'll share this and people will know about it. It's gonna be called shit white girls like. That's, that's gonna be my new playlist. You think I'm bullshitting, man? Like, I don't think you're bullshitting. Yo, like literally, literally. And let me before I get out of it, let me tell you how this came about. Um, McDins. Yeah. Well, <laughs> some of the parties I do, but I'm actually I'm actually doing this this campaign with Bud Light right now called um, uh, Rock Paper Scissors, and we're literally going to different venues and playing, and their people are playing Rock Paper Scissors, and the, and the winner of the Tampa of the Tampa Bay Championship will get to go to West Palm. So I'm meeting all sorts of people, but I honestly, and this is just tells you how crazy music is. I meet this young lady who's actually a cop in her other life, but <laughs> in the life she was at that night, she was playing pa- rock, paper, scissors. And uh, me, her, and like four other people, we jump in my car to ride to the next location. Don't ask me how my car got to be the one, but we ride in my And so as soon as we get in the car, they're like, yo, let me get the aux cord. So I'm like, okay. You know, I don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> but yo, she was hitting me with shit that I'm a DJ and I hadn't even heard. And I'm not talking about no shit like, like I'm not talking about alternative records, which I would like not necessarily know about. She was hitting me with like Lizzie. She was hitting me with like records off a T-Pain album that I had missed. So that made me say, hey, this would be a dope ass playlist. Shit, white girls like, because it was just, it was records that really... They were dope records, but you yeah. just music brings people together so so crazily. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna be the APD because that was her voice too." <laughs> but that's gonna be my my playlist on Spotify. Um, I, I'm getting ready to drop that shit soon, and and we're working on it right now. Um, that's a whole side note, man. Appreciate you, man, as always. <laughs> DJ Egan for my entire family too, man. I can't forget Radio Influence, Southern Hospitality. We are gone because, as always, the South. Got so much to say, man. I'm out. This is a Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy Quick Fix on Radio Influence. We're talking cocktails this week. We're talking the industry. We're talking about Dylan Holcomb. Check my boy out. He is the uh, master mixologist out there at the Pony Up Bar in uh, Denver, Colorado. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Duffified Live, Dylan Holcomb. It was it was when I was working in D.C. for Founding Farmers. I became very passionate about that um, side of the business of creating craft cocktails and that experience and those great flavors and, and what goes into it. And like uh, coming up with your own style. It was important for me to like, incorporate, you know, I've always been fast working in lots of nightclubs and very busy bars. And I wanted to incorporate that into the cocktail world because I think people are tired of waiting 15 minutes for a drink. And they're tired of having to make like a, a reservation to have a secret password to go through a door and then to have the bartender treat you like a douche because you don't know what chartreuse is. People are over that, you know. So exactly. <laughs> I wanted to incorporate the fact of bartending, which is a skill and an art uh, with making great cocktails with mixology, I guess. And uh, marriage those two worlds together because the, the American palate has definitely changed. It's gone from apple martinis to Moscow mules over my career. And uh, they want to have that. And but they're tired of the pretentiousness. They're tired of a bartender that is they, they don't can't they don't have jokes. They don't have to talk to people. They they don't pay attention to sports, whether or not you like sports, pay attention because your job is to entertain guests. And, you know, 
If they want to talk about football, you should be well-versed on football so you can talk to them about football. They don't want to talk about green chartreuse. Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.